regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular, regular, regular features. A regular features show. Hello and welcome to Regular Features, the podcast that's the same every week and the same as every week. I'm joined by Steve Hogarty. We're very much the Hall and Oates of songs, and that's why this week we'll be presenting to you. Yeah. We'll we'll be presenting to you. presenting. We'll be where? Come on! I've lost confidence. Come on! Will I've got will? Will's we will be pre- we will be presenting presenting present we will be presenting to, to, to you to you a regular features <laughs> about songs. <laughs> How did that go? That was perfect, Joe. Thanks so much. We really are the Gilbert and Sullivan of the podcast. We are. We sing funny little songs for the amusement of Victorian gentlemen. I don't know when Gilbert and Sullivan were around. I'm assuming they were Victorian. Sounds <laughs> I they, about right. They sang about gnus, and I don't think they were discovered until Victorian times. So, what I've got this week is... I got a special keyboard and I've written a song, but I wanted to make sure that the song would make me world famous immediately. And so I've algorithmically worked out how I'm going to do that. And I present it to you today. Steve, what are you presenting to to me today? Well, much as you've snap latched onto a zeitgeist, I'm also got my finger on the pulse of the nation's feelings towards the most reviled dog breed ever known to walk this green land. The Lapland dog. It's XL bullies. What? what is to be done with the XL bully, they say, around the dinner table? Mm. What is to be done with these XL bullies? Well, I've got the answer. Lucky you. <laughs> and there's also a section where Steve and I come up with a new jingle before your very eyes. It's magic. Yeah, like... We, as well as being the Gilbert and Sullivan, we're also the pen and teller of the <laughs> podcast. We are going to show you how the sausage is made. We're going to show you how the how we catch bullets in our mouths and spit mm-hmm. out beautiful jingles at you. And you're going to clap and clap and clap until you're not got arms left. Just bloody stumps smacking into each other over and over again as you giddy giddy up into the sunset you're so lucky you're so lucky not to be us because we'd clap ourselves to death if we could i wish i was someone who wasn't me so i could enjoy us yeah because if i wasn't us i'd be like god i wish i was us but being us i'd be like oh i wish i could hear what us did (laughs) we've ascertained we are brilliant. Yeah. I think we can move forward with the podcast now, and hopefully we haven't eroded any sense of goodwill people have towards us. Features. Is that unpleasant? No, that was funny. Good. <laughs> I'm sad that I'm happy. I'm small, but I'm doing fine. I'm lost, but I'm hopeful. Yeah. But I'm see-through I'm wet but I'm somehow dry I shake when I wobble Baby And what it all comes down to Is that all a jelly boy can do Is jiggle and spin 
skin on my soul And my bones are made out of gelatin And now it's time for Steve's regular feature, Steve's XL Bully Island. Oh, Joe, no. <laughs> are you aware of the current dog furore happening? I've, I've heard so much about it and i have some friends who are very opinionated on this issue really what yeah. are their opinions uh one of my friends um doesn't like dogs very much and doesn't trust anyone who owns a dog um so his his overriding feeling is that anyone that has a dog that is naturally inclined towards i don't know biting a child's head off just you shouldn't have those dogs and those dogs shouldn't exist and i was like yeah but bet loads of them are nice when they've got people who are nice and then he was like yeah but people aren't nice and that was basically it um and then i've got other friends who are like let dogs be dogs <laughs> they hear news of an xl bully just dis- like destroying a pram yeah and its occupant and they're like go and off like, queen you know go, go off queen <laughs> yes queen yes slay yeah literally slay <laughs> yeah the thing is I, I i find it very difficult to form opinions because there's loads of them and i don't want to be wrong so i would really appreciate it steve if your feature could tell me how i'm meant to feel about okay, the xl yeah. bully situation it's it's such a delicate situation because people love their dogs, right? Mm. I do not deny for a moment that uh, there are thousands and thousands of people who own XL bullies who are not a danger to anyone and they are beloved pets. And I honestly don't know the science behind whether or not uh, there is such thing as an aggressive breed of dog. I kind of feel like there there is. Like dogs are bred to have certain character traits. If I remember... I think XL bullies were crossbred, or they've got the crocodile gene, and so that what they do, not only will they bite uh, all your hands off, they will lie with their eyes just above a sort of swamp um, yeah. and just wait for you, and then leap out and uh, take your pram away. <laughs> the, the old snap and twist, yeah. If you were yeah. walking, if you're a gazelle with a pram walking near a body of stagnant water, mm-hmm. the chances of an XL bully leaping out at you, grabbing onto your legs and the pram's wheels, and then can't wheeling around until the toddler is flung into the jaws of another waiting XL bully. Yeah, it's sort it's of one hundred percent, Joe. It is. And it's sort of, and they call it the alley oop. They alley oop them into the other bullies' mouth. They're they're pack animals. And to be fair, they're called XL bullies, which is short for extra large bully. <laughs> I, I just think they knew what they were if these people who claim that Dogs, there's no such thing as a bad dog, only bad owners, are laughing up their sleeves by calling this dog an extra-large bully and then saying that we need to be cool with that. Do you know, um, I I think they've only banned XL bullies, but there's loads of bullies. This is real. I looked at a chart of different bully breeds. Like a triple XL bully? There's one... The one under XL bully that I don't think has been banned is called the Extreme Bully. <laughs> like, what? Whoever's naming them is not doing a good job at making sure all their dogs aren't killed at short notice. Right. Like, it's ridiculous. They're not doing themselves any favours. No. So I've come up with a solution to the XL bully problem. Thank God. The government solution has, has been to um, ban them. Mm-hmm. My solution, I think, is more humane 
is we put them all on an island and make a TV show about it. Cool. Every single one? Yeah. That's really good. It's called XL Bully Island. Nice. We round up all of England's 10,000 most hated dogs and humanely relocate them to an uninhabited island off the coast of Cornwall, which we've rigged with directional microphones, CCTV, motion sensors and thermal imaging cameras calibrated to the XL Bully's natural body temperature of 85 degrees Celsius. (laughs) There will be nowhere this roving pack of honking brutes can rove without our production team knowing all about it. And boy will these XL bullies rove, as the famously graceless dogs repeatedly blunder into our hundreds and hundreds of tripwire-activated bottle rockets. And boy, do those rockets scream. We've worked with the good people at Patrick Keelty's Bottle Rocket Labs to create a bottle rocket scientifically designed to send an XL bully's little hot brain into a bloodlust McFrenzy. It cost us £72,000, and here's what Patrick Keelty had to say. Our bottle rocket emits a deafening shriek at the exact pitch and frequency of an excited toddler on a day out to the park with her grandmother who just turned away for literally one second. (laughs) So what's the dog's mission? To survive for 40 days and 40 nights like a swarm of 10,000 hairy Jesuses using nothing but their wits, their determination and their freakishly large binlary jaws. Sounds easy, right? But it won't be as easy as what it sounded like just now to you. Because every night, a secret cabal of XL bullies will choose one unfortunate dog to murder under cover of darkness. <laughs> then, after completing a short cash builder round in the afternoon, the bullies must decide which of their fellow canines to banish from the island. Little do these inbred train wrecks know, leaving the island also means certain death for a banished dog. That's because the island's only ferry is owned and operated by our brave production team and is piloted not to the safety of the UK mainland, but humanely and swiftly into the intake of a nearby hydroelectric dam. <laughs> Once the calamitous bottle rocket riots, traitorous dog stabbings and turbine mincings whittle the population of the XL bullies down to the hundreds, that's when the fun really begins. By dangling a heavily sedated three-year-old girl on the end of a couple of DJI Mavic Pro drones, we'll lure the creamy dregs of Britain's most reviled dog breed into what we're calling the Game Zone. Here, they'll compete in a series of Banzai-style mini-challenges, without the racist accents, as the country's most beloved celebrities cast their bets and laugh and laugh and laugh. For example... Kush Jumbo must guess if seven XL bullies can carry a bushel of baguettes over a motorway footbridge without getting frustrated and biting the bridge in half. Nadim Zahawi will wager on whether an XL bully can correctly name every tube station on the central line in under two minutes while standing near a terrified horse. And Hannah Waddingham will gamble her Ted Lasso fortune on a plucky XL bully who must parallel park a big van while a team of NHS nurses bangs pots and pans at him. (laughs) If you're concerned, the revenge. <laughs> yes, <laughs> the nurses' revenge. They they get their turn. If you're concerned that Waddingham might have her largest intestines ripped out by a vagrant pooch with a score to settle, don't be, because our celebrities will be kept safe and secure aboard the Bully Blimp, a rigid <laughs> airship floating fifteen thousand feet above the island of increasingly ravenous and confused dogs, and equipped with enough food and sparkling water to last for several days. And, as soon as ITV commissioners refuse to continue funding the project, we'll activate Omega Protocol, whereby a crack team of PETA-approved mercenaries will 
will infiltrate the island armed with flamethrowers and grenades to cull the remaining animals and ensure that Great Britain is never tormented by the XL bully Scourge ever again. Yes, some will argue that we, as capricious genetic meddlers, have a duty of care for these freakish canine monstrosities, and that these animals are blameless for the aggressive traits we've bred into them over generations, and that putting them all on a big island for a television show, then eventually killing them is somehow cruel. To those daft losers, we offer a free all-inclusive stay on XL Bully Island in one of our many mutton-scented beachside villas. Uh, if you're interested in funding my show, please send a check to Regular Features Towers. <laughs> I can't wait for the sort of Big Brother's Little Brother version of uh, XL Bully Island. What would it be called? Bully for you. <laughs> and it's set on the blimp and it's like Nish Kumar having a lovely time with, I don't know, all the Channel 4 news readers, And they're yeah. doing like little bully themed games. Pin the tail yeah. on the bully before it bites your leg off. It's, it's called Bully for You because if you win and if you lose, you get given a bully who immediately kills you. <laughs> yes. Um, I've come up with a theme song for XL Bully Island. Oh, yes. Would you like to hear it? I'd, I'd love to hear it. Okay, here it is. Welcome to XL Bully Island. It's the place for naughty dogs. XL Bully Island. Let's go there right now. XL Bully Island. Angry dogs are running free. XL Bully Island. Penitentiary. <laughs> I've got a dog that won't calm down. We'll send that dog to Bully Town. My dog bit off a toddler's hand. He'll fit right in on our island. My dog's too big and he does crimes. Send that dog away. XL Bully Island. It's the place for naughty dogs. XL Bully Island. Let's go there right now. XL Bully Island, angry dogs are roaming free. XL Bully Island Penitentiary. My dog bit through my collarbone. He's perfect for our island home. My dog won't listen to commands. We'll take that danger off your hands. My dog stole my foot cortina. Kick him out today. <laughs> XL Bully Island, it's the place for naughty dogs. XL Bully Island, let's go there right now. XL Bully Island, angry dogs are roaming free. XL Bully Island Penitentiary. My outrageous dog keeps getting larger. Our island's free and we won't charge you. My dog threw paint into a tower. We'll have that dog within the hour. I suspect that my dog's Ian Huntley. That might be the case, so. <laughs> XL Bully Island, it's the place for naughty dogs. XL Bully Island, let's go there right now. XL Bully Island, angry dogs are roaming free. <laughs> the bark is really I don't know why it's unexpected, but it is. <laughs> oh, it's very energetic. Yeah. Oh, it's powerful. You've got to um, give it a bit of pep because we are talking about uh culling and in the tens of thousands of species. <laughs> um, I don't know if in the XL bully discourse it's not funny. The, the whole thing's very sad. There's, mm. there's nothing happy about anything that's happening with these XL bully dogs, apart from the fact that it, they are comically violent <laughs> animals. <laughs> They're like what Taz the Tasmanian Devil would be like in real life. Yes. Like actual maniac dogs. Because of the way laws work, England and Wales banned them, uh, but Scotland gets to do its own thing because they apparently that's one of their devolved powers is mm. which dogs they shoot. So there's a special man rescuing all the bullies, isn't there, in Scotland? Yeah, 
People are just going up to Hadrian's Wall and chucking their XL bullies into Scotland and driving home again. They've been trying to rewild wolves in Scotland for ages, and the answer was right under their noses this whole time. You just drop angry, angry dogs that have basically devolved into wolves <laughs> nice. back into the country. It was in the news, I don't know, today or yesterday, that Scotland has now um, banned them as well. No. they've Yeah, so... Now they're just dropping them into the sea. <laughs> Apparently they can swim for hundreds of miles when sufficiently motivated, and they are constantly motivated. I, if I hadn't unfollowed Uri Geller uh, for his increasingly questionable political views, I bet there's a tweet there about him saying, everyone can bring their bullies to my special island of Scotland that's my micronation, oh. and I bet... I bet Lamb Island, Uri Geller's personal island with no one on it, is absolutely covered in bullies now, eating one another. While he sits upon a throne yeah, a bit, in the a, middle of the a island. throne in a huge cage. Yeah. <laughs> and just laughs and laughs and laughs. That would be so him. It would be so him, wouldn't it? What a crazy, kooky guy that is. That sounds like something I'd ask an AI to draw. Uri Geller, Geller in a cage. surrounded by thousands of XL bullies upon a throne. <laughs> Do it. Do it right now. Do it. It's going to be the podcast art. Sorry, creative people. You didn't. There's not enough time to ask and commission you to do that. It's go, this episode has to go up in a couple of hours. We've never asked creative people to make our art before, and that's why it's always been shit. And we've just hit upon how we fix that problem, which is AI, not paying anyone. That's the bully way. <laughs> it's with the bullies and boys. <laughs> Sometimes it makes me quite annoyed I can only jiggle and spin Met a doctor who walked past Said he had a range of cures Recommended a podcast Said it was called Regular Features Gap John of Matt Steve in my ear holes Hopeful miracles My heart going boom, boom, boom Then they said Jelly boy, we're gonna give you bones Yeah, some bones Some jelly boy bones Steve, I've said it for a long time Me and you are the beating musical heart of this podcast the term powerhouses get thrown around a gets thrown around a lot in our powerhouses in our private WhatsApp chats to one another. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we've really taken it upon ourselves. I don't know if it's been apparent to listeners, but Steve and I have had about I don't know three years of doing increasingly ornate song compositions, and when I say compositions, I mean singing over other people's music, but with increasingly stupid effects on them, uh, yeah. and. It, it has manifested as what I think an outsider would see as passive-aggressive attempts to outdo one another's Are you talking about song wars, the war of the songs? It is kind of... We're kind of doing a prolonged 
Song Wars The War of the Songs. And we are a couple of prongs. We are. You really upped the ante last year by getting a mini midi keyboard, Mm -hmm. which you've used once. Going to say once. Twice. What was the second Uh, I used it once for... um, I'm getting into it now. This is yeah, behind yeah, yeah, the scenes. Yeah. Um, I used it once for the Blade Runner yeah, robots, feature. Which I listened to this week and enjoyed a great deal. And also for um, the public service broadcasting oh, parody yes. of the Spitfire song, which was about a crab with a gun. Yeah. Well, for Christmas, because I had spoken enough about how I wished I had your mini MIDI keyboard to my wife, my wife got me a the same one but longer (laughs) it's exactly the same model but it's called plus and it's got like eight more keys which really fits into again the latent passive aggression at the heart of this the heart of our musical endeavors so that means you you can play more notes than i think i can play more notes without having to press the octave up button i fucking hate that button (laughs) no it's really annoying and it sort of sat in my office for about three weeks and Anna kept being like, when are you going to use that keyboard I bought you? And I kept being like, oh, I'm not sure if I have enough USB ports, um, <laughs> I, which was true. I genuinely didn't know if I had enough USB ports. And then I found one. I found a how spare many, USB port. How many USB ports do you need? One. Just just one for the keyboard, right? Yeah, but I've used loads. You wouldn't believe what I've got plugged in in this room. It's ridiculous. I've got like eight humidifiers. Um, <laughs> humidifiers, not dehumidifiers. No, humidifiers. I want it wet. <laughs> I want black mould surrounding every inch of me. <laughs> I want to be one of those news stories that you cry at. So I, I, I finally found a USB port and I plugged it in and I watched... Hours and hours of tutorials on how you play a mini MIDI keyboard and use the software that comes with it. And then I thought, okay, I'm ready. I'm going to write a song. And then I thought, the first song I write on this, I want to be instantly famous, like beyond the realms of this podcast. I was like, I want to write a song that will make me at least SoundCloud famous straight away. Right. So you want to be like a savant. Yes. Like, oh, like this unlocked a latent ability that you had. Like Billie Eilish and her brother became famous, like, right away. And you're yeah. like, wow, they're like 14. And every, when people see me, they're going to be like, wow, he's 34. <laughs> and <laughs> and it, But more impressed, because if anything, I've been hiding my light under the bushel. And Second so, bushel mention on the Oh, pod. yeah, double bush. Mm. Um, so I really thought about it. I was like, what's the coolest thing i can do that will make because i assume it's got to be teens teens have got to like you the most so i thought what's the thing teens love and it's lo-fi hip-hop beats to study slash relax slash chill slash work to i love lo-fi study beats to chill slash study to yeah i use those beats to chill and to study do you ever listen to her isn't is it her because there's law now for that stuff do you ever listen to the boyfriend the guy who lives across the way don't like the boyfriend i don't either no. i hate that guy he's a, he's a fucking prick he's so boring <laughs> his music's way more upbeat i hate it for readers who don't know this is a youtube live streaming channel of uh an anime girl in quite a cozy looking apartment doing some writing and studying or drawing and it just plays these lo-fi little ambient beats in the background. And it's very nice if you 
live in a busy, noisy apartment like I do, is just put it on when you're working and it sort of just chills you out. Mm. It's a bit of background noise. And I thought, okay, cool. I'm going to write lo-fi beats. Um, but I'm an egomaniac. So I thought, well, I've got to sing on it. Um, and I thought, well, what do the teens love apart from lo-fi stuff on SoundCloud? And I thought... Fixed odds betting terminals. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. But second to mixed odds betting terminals is mumble rap, because I only paid attention to um, SoundCloud music about five to eight years ago, and mm -hmm. mumble rap was the thing. It's one of the first things I listened to where I went, I'm very, very old. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Um, so I thought I'll do um, a, a lo-fi beats mumble rap song. And I thought, okay, got all this. What's the subject matter that the teens are talking about? And the subject matter that really sprung to mind as like a big discourse was the movie Saltburn. Have mm. you watched the movie Saltburn, Steve? I have. Yes, Good. I have. Um, to anyone who hasn't watched Saltburn, this will include a small spoiler for the movie Saltburn. I think if you haven't watched it and you don't know what it's about, I personally think this spoiler will make you want to watch it more. But I will just say, I'm not going to tell you how far to skip forward because I don't know how much we're going to riff. Um, but, you know, just you know, play it by ear. Um, but, you know, in Saltburn, Steve. Yeah. You know, there's the scene where Barry Kewen's really sad about a guy dying and he's crying on his grave. Mm-hmm. And it's quite a long scene. And then halfway through this shot, he pulls his trousers down and fucks his grave. Yes. I yeah. do remember this scene. Yeah. It's one of the most poignant scenes it's in the so, entire film. I think it's pointy rather than poignant. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I thought about that scene and I thought, okay, what if I wrote mumble rap lo-fi hip hop beats to chill slash study to about this scene? And then I thought, what if I wrote a song that presupposes that during that scene, there was a, a solo worm under the ground. <laughs> and it thought very quickly and then almost immediately ended that it had made a friend. <laughs> <laughs> and then repeatedly thought it was making a friend. Well, he I'm thinking more because he kind of shuffles about. I knew you'd ask this question, by the way. I genuinely thought you'd ask <laughs> the mechanics of that event mm -hmm. and i thought because he shuffles about quite a lot so i'm thinking first thrust where it's still a bit uncomfortable the worm meets his friend which if you haven't realized is barry killen's dick mm -hmm. um and then he sort of shuffles out of place and the worm never sees so it's one thrust the worm very suddenly goes <gasps> and then it's not his friend anymore you're presupposing that barry killen uh is Every time he penetrates the grave, he's creating a new hole. I think he does it once, like working one. I think he, I think he creates one hole, and then sort of shuffles a bit, and then makes one repeated hole after that, which is, you know, okay. two inches away from the worm, and that's a long way away for a yeah, worm. Yeah, that's like that's a mile away for a worm. Exactly. So um, I don't really get into that in this song, but I did think it through, because I, I genuinely knew you'd ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to play you my song. And I just... But can everyone make me famous, please?
I am just a lonely worm All I do is eat the earth I wriggle round and eat the loam But in the ground you're on your own Got no friends and got no mum I just got soil to fill my tum Deep in the earth with my solo thoughts I'm all alone and it hurts I'm a lonely Today marked a change, was out there eating a fresh grave When from above there was a crumble and a new guy joined my world so humble He was whiter than me, ever so thick, with a strange complexion Dry not slick for a worm, he was a beast His mouth so wide he could eat a feast I must admit, I started scared He thrusted at me with a force that's rare in my usually quiet underground lair <laughs> A mystery Knew I had to say hello, this could be my friend And so to wrap around him was my plan In the worm world that's like shaking hands But as soon as I tried, he was <laughs> off to the sky Didn't have a chance to say goodbye I thought that I had a friend But that day was the end Not for me to have companions To keep me warm in these brown wet caverns This is my story of the trick that was played on me by Keowen's dick. The worm was a fella. <laughs> do you think do you think I'll be famous now? Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> um, that's incredible. I made I think the... in like the the DVD release of Saltburn, that should play over that scene. Yeah, me too. Because well, it doesn't really fit with the like block party and Mr. Brightside aesthetic of that soundtrack, but mm-hmm. but I think that was just soundtracked to some sort of um, st- like orchestral strings or funereal yeah. music, and I thought, um, right, we're looking at Barry Keown's Shag in a Grave. It needs some mumble core yeah. happening and it, in yeah, the background it, about a worm. About a worm that's not explained. Like, maybe subtitles pop up and it's like, by the way, this song presupposes there's a worm under it's there. It's quite a horny scene. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and even well, though it's gratuitous and weird, it's still kind of hot what's happening. So the, the worm wrapping around Barry Kilton's erect member... Is he even erect in that scene? Well, that's the other thing, because I don't think you can be erect on on screen. I think that's illegal to show. But do you think in the fiction he got... Because the... Right. Let's talk about the mechanics of that scene. Yep, okay, let's do it. He's crying on mm-hmm. the... He gets on the grave and he sort Doesn't he take... He takes off his shirt and he's sort of rubbing himself about on the grave. Yeah. You think that's the point at which he becomes at least semi-erect? Yes, I and think then... if if it if the mood took him to to do the thing he does, he would have to have been sexually aroused to the point of being turgid. Okay, yeah, but so, in, in on screen, I think you're right because you do see his you see a um, flash of knob, don't you? Just yes, like a... A, not just a flash, but a flaccid flash. Yes, a, a silhouette. It's a swing rather than a job <laughs> and i think the mechanics the physics of uh, of of trying to penetrate even even freshly tilled corpse soil <laughs> yes you'd need to you'd need to thumb your thumb your penis into that dirt and it's already a long you... scene and you don't want yeah. to see barry <laughs> fucking making a divot with two fingers right to get 
his flaccid penis into yeah, it. Yeah, I think you'd need to be very erect to uh, to penetrate soil using just hip thrusting. Yeah, oh, uh, I think it, yeah. Otherwise, like like building a sandcastle, a little um, moat around a sandcastle, you'd need to like dig out a little bit of soil and then just like work it in. Oh, you'd absolutely need to. Yeah, and and I've done it. And yes, that's exactly <laughs> right. That would upset worms. They'd be so annoyed because they work very hard to make their little tubes. And yeah. No, no one says thank you. <laughs> I hurt myself today A break I cannot mend I blame it on these bones That cannot sway or bend This body once a gift Now a curse that I must bear a pair of femurs, 19 teeth, and metatarsals everywhere. What have I become? This bony sin. Am I still myself without my gelatin? Those cursed feature boys With their dulcet tones I thought they'd bring me joy They only gave me bones I wear this crown of bones upon my chair of bones a rigid osseous mass of collagen honeycombs and on some bygone day though I felt quite annoyed I should have stayed that way Just a carefree jelly boy What have I become? This bony sin Am I still myself Without my gelatin? Cursed feature boys, soundboards and microphones. I thought they'd bring me joy. They only gave me bones. If I could start again, go back to where. Stay a while to jiggle and to spin. Uh, that jingle is from longtime regular features reader Ibrahim. 
and it genuinely gives me goosebumps when it's, I listen to it. The first time I heard it, I couldn't properly respond in Discord because I was a mixture of humbled and angry. <laughs> but it was so good. Um, and then days later, I'd forgotten about it. And then was it you that put it or was it Log that put it in the WhatsApp group? I remember messaging you about it because it it closes off the Jelly Boy story arc. Mm. And we're going we're going deep into the regular features law here yeah. now. So if this is your first episode, I'm sorry, you can skip to the end where we do the B names. <laughs> <laughs> but listen to that bit because that's where we ask you to pay us. Yes, yeah, it tells it tells the tale of a jelly boy who regrets his bones mm. and now finds himself filled with remorse for uh, a time where he was just jelly. Because we've had. Listen, we've never really talked about the Jelly Boy lore. We've had Jelly Boy original, which was about us giving him bones. Yeah. Then we had uh, One Hand in My Jelly, mm-hmm. which is sort which of a, like prequel. a prequel. Yeah, yeah, because it talks about um, Jelly Boy just being, being happy and being jelly. Yeah. And then we had Logs one. <laughs> I have no idea what that song is that he's singing over. I assume it's famous to to him um <laughs> but that that's jelly boy in his prime with bones right he's yeah. going on adventures and he's solving crimes well to the point like, where he's, he's living life and he's loving it yeah log introduces the idea that um jelly boy having been given bones has shed his jelly which has turned into another jelly boy and they become friends mm. then there's my elton john one which i didn't really think about the law but i guess it could be uh, the new jelly boy that's been shed off of Boney, as Log calls him, um, who is grateful and is now a teacher. Um, and then, yeah, Ibrahim's jingle presupposes that the new jelly boy. No, maybe it's Wish- Boney. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe Log's I, one I is don't like describe to the to the. Uh- the two jelly boy theory maybe logs is sort of um like bizarro world or else worlds <laughs> jelly yeah. boy canon i think so yeah in in my in my mind there's only one jelly boy and the the fanciful idea that jelly boy had shed off a sort of a jelly friend mm. uh, is just all happening inside jelly boy's head ah uh, that's good that's how we keep it canon yeah so we don't upset log but ibrahim's uh, hurt cover i think is is yeah jelly jelly boy as an older jelly, a jelly man, if uh, you if you would, uh, <laughs> a jelly tenarian, <laughs> a jelly tenarian, who, um, yeah, the bones didn't bring him the happiness that he thought they would, mm. and that perhaps, perhaps jiggling needed... and spinning was all you needed, all right? Along. And happiness comes from within, not without. And so you told me today that you consider that the. The ending to the Jelly Boy saga. It feels like a denouement. But what if I said we should make another jingle? Because it's fun making Jelly Boy jingles. Would it be a, like a midquel? Well, so months and months ago, you said, I wish I'd found the text before we started, but you said that there's a line in Sinead O'Connor's Nothing Compares to You that you felt was directly applicable to the Jelly Boy canon. <laughs> yes. Uh, let me look it up. I mean, I know the lyrics. It's, uh, I went to the doctor 
Guess what he told me? Guess what he told me? <laughs> he said, girl, you better try to have fun no matter what you do, but he's a fool, yeah. right? Uh, who else goes to the doctor? Jelly Boy goes to the doctor who tells him about the Regular Features podcast. It's yeah. in town, very much a Pagliacci situation. <laughs> but Regular Features will give you bones. Mm. So I was thinking we could do a Nothing Compares to You jingle mm. about Jelly Boy going to the doctor and guess what he told him. Yeah, and I I think at that point, when you said that months and months ago, I said it should be a duet, which I know the original isn't, but it should no. be a duet between... <laughs> famously, famously solitary song in both lyrics, vibe, and music video of Sinead O'Connor staring down the camera by herself. Well, imagine it was Sinead O'Connor and a little gelatin guy on top of her head. <laughs> I suggested it should be a duet between Jelly Boy and the Doctor, and it should be called I Gave Some Bones to You, mm-hmm. which is very much still on the table. We can take that off the table if you want. And then today you were like, okay, and I love this about you, Steve. You really this take it get seriously. Yeah. You said, where does this fall in the Jelly Boy canon? Because... In fact, I am going to read these texts out because I do have these available to me. Okay. I'm not because my phone's run out of battery. But you basically said the doctor line sounds like it's um, chronologically in the moments where, or the moments after Jelly Boy has talked to the doctor. But I gave some bones to you sounds like it's post op. And so I thought. Post op. (laughs) So I thought it could be like time hopping. This could be a sort of chaptered approach to Jelly Boy's various stages of life that perhaps leads us into Ibrahim's um, beautiful elegy. Okay. Very much a Doctor Doctor Strange and the (laughs) Jelly Boy multiverse situation going on. Wow, not even that. I'm thinking more like, um, what's the movie that moves about? Benjamin Button. Benjamin Button. Memento. (laughs) Yeah, Memento. (laughs) Jelly Boy doesn't know who he is or where he is. All he knows is he wants bones or he has bones. First things first, I don't don't know your creative process when you approach writing a jingle such as the one that we're about to create. Mm. Um, I start with the lyrics of the original song. Exactly the same. I always feel it's best to initially keep as many of the original lyrics as you can to bring the reader in and go, oh, it's this song. I think the first verse, and then you can deviate. At least should be broadly similar, at the very least in rhyme scheme. If not, just sw- swapping out some words for jelly yeah. and some words for bones, yes, some words exactly. for wiggling and some words for jiggling. <laughs> uh, it's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took my bones away. My bones away. I mean that writes itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so. Let me start taking notes, right? Uh, Since you took my bones away. Uh, uh, That doesn't happen until verse two, but it's fine. (laughs) I forget how much you love this song. I go out every night and sleep all day. Wiggle all day? (laughs) I wobble every night and jiggle all day. Is that the same syllables? I wobble, go I out. I wobble every night and jiggle all day. Yeah, so it's a quick double syllable for sleep. Jiggle, but... yeah. Jiggle's 
Jiggle all day. Well, yeah. it works. It scans. It does. And then since you took my bones away again. 100%. Yeah. Since you took my bones away. Uh -huh, uh -huh, uh -huh. But, it, but it is only verse one, so that doesn't happen. <laughs> then it's, since you've been gone, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that's going to stay the same. That's going to stay the same? I think so. Because he can do whatever he wants with his since, new bones. See, I would say since I've got bones. Okay, yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> but then uh, the second line is since you took my bones away. Oh shit! So this is where this is where the the timeline for me is um really. I forgot. Tripping we, me I forgot we've been saying the wrong since thing. Since you gave my since you gave those bones to me. So it's been seven hours and 15 days since you gave those bones to me. We've run into a really interesting proposition here, Steve. And by accident, because I'm stupid. Is this a song about the doctor giving the jelly boy bones? Or is this a second point of regret where the jelly boy has asked the doctor to take his bones away after Ibrahim's <laughs> song, where he regrets being given bones? He's gone back and asked yeah. the doctor to take the bones out of him, and I then he's think, regretting that. I think the doctor gives him bones. Ibrahim's hurt song <laughs> happens where like he he's like oh. an old man who like bitterly regrets ever having bones. Yeah. And uh, this song is also set after getting bones, where it's revealed that he's only had bones for seven hours and fifteen <laughs> days. Yes. <laughs> and yes. It's turned him into a bitter old jelly. So actually Ibrahim's based on the canon we talked about before, Ibrahim's jingle. Is the second jingle? Yeah, <laughs> Jelly He's Boy only had gets bones, bones for a week. <laughs> he gets them for a week. Gets them really upset about it's them. The worst thing that's ever happened to him. <laughs> gets them taken away again. Perfect. So it's been seven hours and fifteen days since you gave these bones to me. Oh, I thought we were settling on that they were took, taken away. Oh, are we gonna we're gonna switch back during? Oh, hang the on, song? but the, but he's never had the bones taken away from him. I thought you he's, just... he's got bones in Ibrahim's jingle, right? Yeah, Have but... you listened to any of the Jelly Boy jingles, Joe? No. <laughs> I AI them. <laughs> yeah, but I was presupposing that... Stop saying presupposing now. I love it. I love saying presupposing. <laughs> I thought about it a lot this week while I was writing that song. Um, okay. No, you're right. Since you gave those bones to me. You're right. You're right. You're oh, right. but now the third line is, I wobble every night and jiggle all day since you gave those bones to me. Now, that doesn't work. I used to wobble. Every... <laughs> I used Can to you... wobble every night and no longer jiggle. <laughs> That's not going to scan. Maybe this again. section needs to be um, a Patreon bonus. I think this does need to be a Patreon bonus because clearly between us, we don't know our own law. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took my bones away. So this is going to be set after Ibrahim's jingle, at a point where we presume or presuppose <laughs> that the doctor has taken the bones away, back, taken the bones back out of Jelly Boy. Yeah, yeah. Returned so he's been given to bones, Jelly He's form. upset. <laughs> now he's having the he's had the bones taken away. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. Uh, but he's regretting getting the bones taken away, and he wants the bones back. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. I wobble every night and jiggle all day since you took my bones away. It's also a very sad song. Like, mm. so it's he's. It sounds like he regrets detransitioning from a bones boy. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, since uh, okay, it's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took my bones away. I wobble every night and jiggle all day since you took my bones away. Since I've no bones, <laughs> yes. I can do whatever I want. 
I can, can see whomever I choose. <laughs> yeah, just leave that. <laughs> leave that alone. I can eat my dinner in a fancy restaurant. What does Jelly Boy? What can Jelly Boy do now that he's had his bones removed? I can fit really easily down a shower drain. <laughs> <laughs> but nothing. I said nothing can take away these blues. Bones. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't make sense. This is why this is why I was saying this is such a tricky one to do because the lyric it's lyrically regretful mm. and sad. But you you really want to change it the words to bones in a way that <laughs> you doesn't do. fit. You want every single <laughs> third word to be bones. <laughs> So, okay, let's skip the nothing can take away these blues and go straight on to cause nothing compares, nothing compares to you. At some point, I want this to be the doctor singing because I gave those bones, I gave those bones to you. Okay, well, here's a thing we can do, right? So the doctor verse is like four verses in, so it's going to be really a long time to get there. Yeah. Is this the second stuff like, verse? It's been so lonely without you here like a bird without a song. Skip all that shit. No one remembers those bits. Yeah. We want to get right to. I went to the doctor. Guess what he told me? Guess what he told me? He said, "Boy, I'm gonna give you some bones now." No matter what, <laughs> what you, you do. do. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know what? I think we've got a we. Excuse the pun, Joe, but I think we have the bones of a jingle here. Okay. Um. But yeah, well, this we've got, we've got to the bit of the jingle creation process that's not enjoyable for anyone to listen to. <laughs> so let's go away and write it. It's been seven hours and fifteen days since you took my bones away. I wobble every night and jiggle all day Since you took my bones away Since I've known bones, I can do whatever I want I can squeeze wherever I choose Slip really easily down any shower drains But nothing I said not a good boy go and blood Cause I gave my bones I gave my bones to you I went to the doctor, guess what he told me? Get what he told me. He said, boy, I'm gonna take those bones even though I gave them to you. But I gave my bones. I gave my bones to you. Uh, welcome to my office, Jelly Boy. I'm the doctor. You might remember me. Um, I 
gave uh, well I, I referred you to regular features podcast to give you bones um, and I do I, it's quite a sore subject actually um, well we in the medical profession do occasionally have to give bad news and I'm afraid it is bad news today um, well let me just sing it all the bones that I gave you boy in your jelly bar Missed them when they went away I know that ripping out your bones could be quite hard But I'm willing to make you cry I, I took your bones You took my bones I took your bones from, from me, me. <laughs> you I gave my bones Save my bones to me. We both want bones, not enough bones for two. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Regular Features Podcast. If you like the podcast, you can go to patreon.com forward slash regular features and help us out by donating an amount of your choosing per episode. And if you give us two pounds an episode, we will reward you with your very own human... No, oh my goodness. Your very own bee name, I meant to say. What? I almost said human name. Because I'm thinking about the thing that we destroy. We destroy your human name, replace it by deed poll with a B name. Joe, Yeah. could you do the honours for one Ewan Notley or Owen Notley? It doesn't matter. A jot, because it's going to be a B name soon. An easy to pronounce one. <laughs> Abdomen. F- fuck buzz. Abdomen fuck buzz. Yeah. Which sounds a little bit like Admiral fuck buzz, which maybe I like more. <laughs> How about Admiral Abdomen fuck buzz? Yes, good. Awarded the biggest B medal. For stings upon the enemy. Critical stings upon Critical the enemy. Critical stings. <laughs> Could you please give a B name to Jack? Just Jack. Just Jack. Well, I mean, Antenna? Beauregard. <laughs> antenna Beauregard, yes. <laughs> well, that's a good one. I'm really happy with that. Antenna Beauregard. <laughs> The hardest young bee at the debutante ball. I've always depended on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> yeah, you just got to make the, the S at the end of that much longer. I've always <laughs> relied on the kindness of strangers. <laughs> uh, you'll also get access to the Beehive. That is the patron-exclusive Discord channel where we all hang out. We tell little tall tales and short tales. And average height tales to one another. Joe, have you seen anything fun or interesting that would entice people into the hive? You know what I loved about it recently is um, when Gav just offhandedly revealed I was having a child in public, Mm. um, which was really nice. Wasn't angry about it at all. There were several bees that said I didn't put it in here because I didn't know whether it was a secret or not. And I love 
that our readership considers it uh, such a, a tiny group of people <laughs> that they they don't need to share things. I thought that was really lovely. The intuition of the bees to listen to the fact that you are expecting mm. and to go, I feel like that's privileged information yeah. that perhaps I shouldn't have known about. And you know what? I'm happy about it. I think it's really nice that everyone knows. Uh, and that means they're not allowed to be <laughs> really pissed off when I'm not on the podcast for ages. What? what? Taking time off the podcast? No, I don't know. Let's find out what having a child's like first, and then we'll see. I think I might. I think I might need the podcast. <laughs> I think <laughs> I feel like I might need to have to come into a room and shout. So we'll find out. But no, thank you. It was really nice. I thought that was genuinely lovely and i was actually moved enough to not say a single thing to any of those bees <laughs> but that was out of humbleness not yeah loftiness like what a bee does gets all lofty and it's just i look if that doesn't sell you on being part of this beautiful community then i wish it would <laughs> because <laughs> <laughs> it has a meaningful effect on our wallets. Um, Patreon.com forward slash regular features. That's how your regular features journey begins. <laughs> wow. So I've been doing a lot of copywriting lately. It's a cool slogan. <laughs> Start your regular features journey today. Take one step and then a second step and then four more steps because you got four more legs. Please be a bee. There's lots of um ads for there's well it's one ad in particular that has been on TV a lot because it's January and everyone's doing weight loss stuff mm. and it's Jane Plan and it's uh, saying it's like oh um could you be overweight here's how to check your BMI to find out if you could be overweight and the phrase the phrasing of it always makes you think like people are trying to be overweight so, <laughs> but failing to find out if being overweight is right for you <laughs> you should talk to our Jane Plan advisors. Being overweight is within your reach. Just follow our simple steps and you could be overweight too. You know, the first time I've been somewhat overweight for some time. And I remember the first time I was ever told that was by We Fit. <laughs> I remember standing on the We Fit board at uni and it just going, you're overweight. I was like, oh. I wasn't in it for this. I was playing Mario Galaxy 2 a minute ago. This is so uncool. Why would yeah. you do that? I think a lot of people found out from Wii Fit They're that they, pieces they weren't shit. The, the perfect BMI for their height. I'm definitely not. And all those fucking balance boards have ended up in landfill. I literally, today, at a tip, saw someone throwing a Wii U in the electrical appliances bin. Right made me really upset great you know what's worse for you than being overweight microplastics in your bloodstream yeah and macroplastics and macroplastics shards of plastic what if i'm drinking a pint of water and i accidentally swallow a vita what am i gonna do then <laughs> you threw that out you vicious bastards yeah so fucking rein it in nintendo <laughs> keep your beak out Oh, you think they're doing it? No, I don't think they should be swanning around telling everyone they're fat. Oh, yeah, no, good. They're yeah. contributing towards the microplastic endemic, pandemic. would be quite cool, though, if you were in the sea and then you caught a wave or a wave caught you and you just found yourself on a wee balance board surfing that wave because it had been swept from some sort of landfill. You're like, whoa, I'm 
I'm surfing on this. Right. And then like bodacious surf music started playing yeah. for the 400 miles till you hit the, hit the coast of New Zealand. And then some huge voice appears out of the heavens going, you're fat! <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back next week with another episode of the podcast. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you and bye. Regular features. Regular features. Regular features. Yeah.